0: That's right. We're back again. Whew. Long crazy weekend adventure to California and back for uh for Joey and I. But man, it's good to be home. It was great to spend some time on the road with uh with all of the girls. We had Thelma and Louise and Marilyn and Miko and did a little weekend road trip to California and back. But uh yeah, and I smoke too much, and inhaled way too much very hot, dry air. Uh, I'm not as as bad as I sound to myself, apparently. But if you complain about the sound of my voice enough on today's show, perhaps, perhaps we'll let Joey take over. Joey's in studio today, co-hosting. Uh, we got uh, we we got two wonderful guests lined up. C. Michael Pickens, and I, you know, what, I I want to read his bio like. To, to, to talk about the different things we're going to be covering during his interview. Uh, we got C. Michael Piggins on at the top of the hour, first talking about Pat Crest, Botanicals, talking in part about his... Uh, I, I, I want to I get the terms right from his... Oh, now I'm not loading. Right. I want to get the terms right on his uh, on his bio, but he is doing some incredible work with psychedelics and meditation right now that is going to just, uh, th- that has some, I mean, I'm excited about it. It's really cool to see him go from liberty activism to that. Of course, he's also doing uh, Libertarian Leadership Academy and doing an incredible job raising the practical education level of activists in the Libertarian Party, candidates, campaign managers, party organizers, everything. He's doing an incredible job. And then we have also, after that, dr kate nixon joined us from colorado and uh i believe she's going to be coming from well she is on the road this morning but she is calling to talk about uh our friend johnny hurley the uh good samaritan anarchist i i i make a funny face and put that in quotes because that's you know being what he, well, what he's been referred to but also it's, it's almost an I'm uncomfortable with the simplified cliche that that represents to most people. Uh, But Johnny Hurley was shot by cops intervening after intervening and taking out a shooter. Um, And so later this week, uh, we will also be joined by Ford Fisher uh, with news to share. Great documentary maker, uh, journalist who covers a lot of, a lot of what you've seen of like Antifa footage. He's got a red and black logo. It's news, the number two, share. And you've probably seen his stuff. If you're watching the show, you've probably seen, I've interviewed him a couple times over the years. It's been a while now. Uh, He's got, it's a red, white and black logo that says news to share that he'll put in the corner of his footage. And his footage gets used in a lot of places. He does, uh, you know, mainstream media will take clips of his and credit him. He's been featured on all the major networks uh, for that. And he covers a lot of, like, the, uh, the the modern political polarization street confrontations and protests. And there's some funny shit, and there's some really dumb bullshit. The last I saw from him was Antifa versus people protesting to stand with Israel somewhere in Southern California. It, I mean, like, to expose the depth of the and the, and the pettiness of the stupidity of people who throw fists in street political conversations. Mm. You know, that you go, uh, and, and I, I it's not just as simple as that. There's always more to it, subterfuge, manipulation. But that gets us to our big topic for the day, right? The fight over vaccine passports. What well, I think I shared this one. There's a there's some someone made a t-shirt. Uh that says I need new conspiracy theories because all my old ones came true. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, I've had a lot of good "I told you so"s over the last eighteen months. But honestly, as sort of dangerously predictable as the whole thing has been, my, I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't point out the poignancy of my prognostications in order to brag about some intellectual accomplishment of mine. Because that's not what I do with the show. Uh, We try to bring you a certain practical level of looking at the future and connect that to the immediate of what you can do. Uh, Right now, I have a few hundred dollars I get to spend on silver, for example, and with the help of my friends on Twitter, people who responded because I put hashtag silver, which, by the way, pops up with an Olympic medal. Little Torky logo now. If you put in hashtag silver, hashtag gold, hashtag bronze on on Twitter, oh, it
1: you a little emoji thing. Yeah, Twitter's been doing that.
0: Lately. <laughs> well, they also did vaccinated peace, and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, that's man. so problematic. Do I do I really have to deconstruct that? No, but there are people who have been way more accurate with their predictions and calling things out in in the precision of how things unfold. Um, just because, I mean, it's there are people who who make a game of that and like they, they see a dozen possibilities and they make separate videos predicting each one. And then they can go, look, I predicted that, you know, I don't, I don't try to do that and I don't get too far out there because I, I do see that there are a lot of dangerous things on the horizon and I don't make predictions so much as point out possibilities. I think that has more intellectual integrity, right? But there are enough people now who can go, oh, no, we called this and we called this and we called this. and we. This. It's like, fuck. It's getting, the, the danger is getting predictable. And I mentioned all this to bring it back to today's subject of vaccine passports. And we're not going to just focus on that. We've got a whole COVID block, a uh, big, big block of COVID, a long, a long, I think the term is long COVID. If we say long COVID. Long COVID? Long. Oh, thick COVID. Thick. Yeah, That's you're deep gonna deep. bend over. You're gonna you're gonna get that long, thick COVID. I think that if I use if I use their terms of the COVID mythology, it won't get censored, right? No. Um, Try that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they want you to be afraid that long COVID can make you bald now. Uh, they've changed the symptoms again. You
1: know what else can make you bald? Time.
0: Oh no shit.
1: Yeah, time.
0: Stress lockdowns isolation not eating well not living a healthy life yeah all those things uh stress especially um anyway so vaccine passports it was like a year ago those of us and i i i didn't predict that we would get to this point it was a possible but i will say it was a possibility that i raised right i uh, I didn't think this was going to last longer
1: than a year. I was
0: wrong about that. I will say I, I did, I did. Although this was, this is in the realm of possibilities that I pointed out. Remember, when we did the curve of tyranny mm-hmm. chart on the on the mini whiteboard when we were doing this show on the bus, and uh, you know, I said it would step down, and it, in the general prediction there, I, I'm still right. You know, I, I was right, and that was a pretty cool thing to lay out how predictable this was. Now that there's this new COVID, do we call it? Coventum, COVID momentum. Yeah. Um, that was a reference to something in the news. What was it? Uh, clomentum. Amy Klobuchar running for uh, the Democrat nomination. Yeah. Clomentum. She's got the Clomentum going. Sounds like an STD. No, I was, I was <laughs> uh, so there, there, there has been a stepping down, but compared to what I thought was most likely, it has lasted longer in its more intense phase, but I did predict that there would be a more viral, less deadly variant because that's in the nature of viruses, that that would then be used to extend things and to scare people again. And that despite it being almost insignificant or less of a threat, that it would be raised as a greater fear, fear specter and that there'd be more just silly, fear-mongering headlines like we were about to get into with this COVID block today. And you know we said you know there's a possibility that that vaccine passports become a thing or that, that there's some kind of uh, other other lockdown or that they bully us into you know bubble boy you know hazmat suit world where like in, in order to go out in public and interact with other human beings you have to be wearing a hazmat suit and, or get the shot you know i i don't think they I, I, what they're doing now in europe already is If you're they're they're lifting the travel bans, but it's, you have to have proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. And they just like, so uh, I hate to admit this, but a big chunk of our COVID block today is straight pulled off the top of Drudge Report. I hate
1: talking about COVID. But,
0: well, it's like if there was a war on Joe, you would say, I hate we, talking about the war.
1: But we have to.
0: But, you, but but I think we should have a joyous sense of responsibility in confronting this and saying that we get to be one of the voices standing up to this mythology and saying, you know, standing up to this new medical tyranny, this conspiracy of conspiracies, that is still a dark cloud hanging over everything and to pretend that it's not there. Is, and, and that this the threats around it are not real is, is, is you know, sort of Dangerous, burying your head in the sand This,
1: what's comment, this comment scares me, but I'm going to have to Fact check it, it says it uh, Furious TV on YouTube says it's worse than that In France, normies realized it isn't About COVID or even an injection They understood it will never end And it will never go back to normal Yeah, so the,
0: we're going to cover uh, Protests in France today, That's it's very cool That you raised that, and to see what's Happening there, but is that is that what it is that they're, they, that, that's the realization that's sunk in, and that's why they're protesting. They're just a little more. I, I, it, part of it is the is the scope of the scale of European countries. That if there was a day of protest in Paris, like everybody in France is within a drive, a day's drive. I, I don't know if that's true. Most of the population, I'll say, right, is within a day's drive of the capital. Of, of, of France, uh, probably with some exceptions of people who are down some rural areas or don't have main freeway connections in the roads going into Paris or access to mass transit or whatever the case may be. So there's there's a kind of national conversation that happens in in a lot of European countries of that size that are are more like the size of U.S. states, mm-hmm. right? Like Texas, even most Texans are within a day's drive of Austin. Sure. But the American conversation is at the national level. You know, that's where people want to protest. And DC is not or they want and 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 the way that they have rolled this out, it's like a monster with a lot of tentacles that are really hard to get a grasp on. I mean, I'm I'm really tempted to say like is there like I'm I am i am humble enough to admit I'm not in a position, I don't have the audience for the reach to declare a health freedom rally in DC at the mall, you know? Um, but if there was one, I, I might get on board.
1: There's a, bit a bunch go of uh, anti-vax or anti-mandate. Um, yeah. And so uh, but see, it's, lately, it's weird. And
0: it's so. disparate. And I don't feel like, like we went to the we protest to, yeah. in Phoenix. It turned into a, a truck rally and that's
1: all it was. It really, yeah. it, it, it a lot of people there lost the point, I felt like. I mean, you have Flat Earther Booth out there and the Trump bus, and it seemed like just a an excuse to show out your cause instead of coming out for a cause. That's what it felt like to me. Well, this
0: is the advantage of, of libertarians potentially taking the leap, but uh, our national leadership is certainly scattered at best right now and uh, <laughs> corrupted and neutered at worst. Yeah. Uh,
1: retribution on twitch has it right people just people are starting to feel as if they have nothing left to lose in europe and they're fighting back
0: yeah and the crux of their their fight back right now this is what's important to bring it back to today's subject the vaccine passports so with all that jim give us the producer notes and then we'll get into headlines.
2: what's going on good morning everybody that's uh funny that you brought up that rally that we went to because I got accused of being a Trump supporter for posting a live video from that rally. (laughs) (laughs) So just to give you a, you know, an idea of what people thought about it, even though the whole time I was running a live stream, I was talking shit about Trump. People in the comments were still like, I can't believe you're a Trump supporter because you're at his rally. (laughs) I'm like, I can't be at his rally to talk shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, so jim i think you're falling or or there i see two temptations for you to fall for manipulation here and one is that if you believe those comments i i don't think those comments are even necessarily organic or representative of your audience no fucking way that there and, and there's a manipulative goal there for you to conclude falsely that your audience doesn't want you to even talk to trump supporters right and that's that's ridiculous you know that people who care about you and your message like want you to go talk to people like when you have the right. opportunity like man on the street shit which i i'm still like i don't i don't know if that's possible wherever now but i don't know if it's like can you Can you, i mean in Vegas. i mean maybe yeah. that's you just capture yeah. that people are fed up you know yeah. but um yeah, maybe we need to do a weekend in Vegas.
1: We
2: yeah, yeah. Christmas. I think you'd be I think you'd be more pleasantly surprised at the amount of people willing to talk. That like yeah, if I mean, you're you're still, still feeling like it yeah. was eight months ago, six months ago, where yeah, we, oh, you would have had a problem. A sign
0: that says "Tell us what you think about COVID."
1: Yeah, just go down and find a circle on Fremont and let them know. Have
0: a little, have a small sandwich board that would be out of the shot, even that could that could hang out in front of me and just be like, yes, just tell tell me what you think about covid you know um yeah i think it's i think it's time uh up until this point it's well so anyway they want you to think that 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 that's the first thing so back to these distractions because i'm very i'm very attuned now to this kind of manipulation and i think even if it's organic it's people in your audience in a little phenomenon (laughs) of voicing their objections together with the goal of manipulating you to keep you away from such events but then the other thing is even my goal or my inclination of how do we get that out of the shot how do we get that how do we do a a protest to meet joey's complaint or satisfy joey's complaint of can we have one that doesn't turn into a trump rally well can we embrace trump supporters Uniting with us or anybody or in general, or coming out and encourage them to come under a banner of "fuck this policy," even if they're like we're Trumps, so we want to say
1: that's what you. We we have a rally,
0: but that's okay. But like that's okay If, if if there's if the flag is planted on, you know, we're having a rally to protest the lockdowns, and people say we're Trump supporters here to protest the lockdowns. We welcome them even if they say we're Trump supporters first.
1: I have no, yeah, and sure. I remember, and I probably have it on video still. So you got into a deep conversation with a hardcore Trump supporter about yeah. how he's not helping with these mask mandates. If, if anything, he's the source of it why went, they were able to happen.
2: Yeah, uh, it, and would you, have helped it, it would have helped at that particular rally. I know you weren't scheduled to, and you didn't want to step on anybody's toes or do anything unexpected, but. Had you been one of the speakers of that little rally, it, it might have gone a different direction. You know what I mean? You might have been able to plant the seed in more minds, anyways, rather than, you know.
0: I wasn't invited, Jim, because it's true. Yeah. The organizers of that one really were more right. Trump supporters. Well, hopefully, it, the organizer of the
2: next one invites you in for the. If to, Trump to
0: supporters the for their event are willing to put. We're here to protest this policy first. I will stand with them. I don't mind being photographed with it with Trump shit behind me. You know, Mister T. Unique.
1: The danger is the division. They don't want us to have meaningful conversations. Yeah, nailed it right on the head. Like I, you, so what? You can't you can't go out to a rally because it's primarily conservative or Democrat, even though you sit. No, no, you go out with other people to talk about social issues and people things.
0: Okay. Yeah, there's I and this is the thing with the libertarian purity test, how it gets perverted. I don't have a problem with the concept of libertarian purity tests for limited applications who you want to support, perhaps. But for who you want to work with, no fuck that. No, you work with anybody who's willing to work with you for a cause of justice to
2: work for that cause of justice. Word. All right, let me knock some promos out, that we can. Hold well, on, to some... hold on, hold on! Before oh. you do that,
0: one one big producer. What's the status with Odyssey? I just saw a note pop up pop up on Telegram. Odyssey is timing out. We want to promote Odyssey. So, Anybody who's watching right now who's not on Odyssey, we are we are on there. We are live at least. Please get
1: over there and try it out. Here's what's going on with Odyssey. A little glitchy. It's timing out on people's. <laughs> systems or or devices somehow it's not timing out on mine there's two viewers on there what's sorry what sucks about odyssey is we can't see your comments in the backstage and pop them up on screen but we can see and read your comments and we'll be doing that Uh, apparently there's an odyssey app though that's new to me Oh, and cool. StreamYard, the way we stream into Odyssey, is not compatible. Oh, Right, So you have to open up your browser, get the app, go to the browser, click the link that I just put in the comments, and you can watch us on Odyssey. And yes. we need one more follower to hit that 50 mark. So... I, I think this... Yeah, oh, well, geez, that's
0: how you win the producers will yeah. be our 50th subscriber on Odyssey right that's now. That's the one. Easy. Um... But no, this isn't important. I just want to point that, Jim, you see why this is important priority here. Um, I really want to encourage people to, to support Odyssey and to deal with the glitches for right now, because it's a kind of uh, voting with your feet, voting with your dollars, voting with your online attention. Um, and as long as it is functionally carrying the stream and it's a, a platform uh, with integrity, that's blockchain based um, and I'm not uh, we we have an interview scheduled right with with one of the creators we're working um, on this we are working on that so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be playing. I'm I am not offering a religious endorsement here you know um, but I am very excited about this possibility of this being uh, a major bridge to the next golden age of the internet um if it's it, it might be Odyssey it might. It could. And if not Odyssey, it's going to be something like this. Uh, so please, let's let's do what we can to give this a fair shake right now, at least.
1: Yeah, support yeah. Odyssey. Awesome. They're 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 busting their ass. I mean, these these people emailed me right back, like not an auto response, and they told me how excited they were to have Adam on the platform. And these guys are they're solid. They're really trying to create something that's going to be censorship free that all the independent media outlets will have somewhere safe to land when the big YouTube bubble implodes that's kind of how i'm i'm looking at it at this point um, so they're setting up their glitchy but they have no plans on stopping and the more we support them the better they can get in the back end so head on over and watch on honesty 100% yeah, yeah and
0: definitely. I, i'm one of the things i'm i don't want to get sidetracked with but i just want to point out that i'm excited about because it makes it easier for me to walk away from YouTube and I'm I've been trying to, but they're they're basically porting over my whole archive to the library blockchain.
1: Yeah, all of your YouTube videos. Like,
0: yeah, for blockchain years. like just the block. Because one of the things like when Joey said there's a YouTube implosion, I have this intellectual objection as a contrarian right, that pops up. Uh, that is, well, they they YouTube is not only the major destination still for so many people it has an incredible amount of momentum for pop culture bullshit
1: and music you know, and, and even musicians and, and, are getting censored because oh, they, they play covers so so you go okay, to a so okay. covers you 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 do a live stream yeah. of doing like a ZZ Top song and all of a sudden your youtube shot
0: yeah that's
1: not cool for artists
0: uh, but the archive of how-to videos and, and history yeah. that's on YouTube that is linked from so many other blogs and social media posts and websites all over the internet, um, it, it's a weird thing to say. I don't want to see YouTube implode. There we go. Um, what's this?
1: Serious TV from YouTube says, damn, I didn't know Odyssey was doing live stream." Checking it right now, and it works pretty well. So if hey. you are
3: having
1: issues, just hang in there. They're fixing it. It's going to work on some people's machines. It's not going to work on others. And eventually, uh, hopefully, it'll be as seamless as the uh, the YouTube functionality. That's where I... Awesome. Thank you for that
0: feedback, Furious TV. All right. Any other any critical di- distribution
2: points? No. No, we're Tim. still on this
1: podcast. Listen in your car, man. Yeah.
2: Give, us, uh, give us your producer notes. Okay, here we go. Well, I hope you're ready for the show, everybody. We got a nice, nasty uh, beer bug block for you. T.me forward slash Adam versus the man has all the links. There's like a million of them today. So uh, he's going to breeze through them pretty quick. But if you want to follow along or look at anything in, in depth more, you can find those at T.me forward slash Adam versus the man. You can support the show on Patreon, Adam, uh, patreon.com forward slash Adam versus the man. a month is the sweet spot that's going to get you access to the private producers club, where we share links and decide what we're going to talk about on future (coughs) future shows. Next, uh, Instagram, at the Garden of Freedom, you can see beautiful, angelic-looking pictures through the clouds from up there in Gardenia. You can see all kinds of pictures of life up there in beautiful Gardenia. So if you want to stay involved in what's going on with life up there, Instagram, at the Garden of Freedom, is the handle you need to search for. Next, we go to homefrontbattlebuddies.com, the veterans nonprofit organization where all of your donations are theft deductible. Yep, I say it right every time now. So we got it down. Theft deductible donations at homefrontbattlebuddies.com. Give what you can and know that it's going to a great cause. Next, we're going to thecrypto6.com, the keen. I did it again. That's my another. The Bitcoin church that was raided in Keene is uh, you can learn all about it right here at the Crypto6.com. You can donate through these QR codes to cryptocurrencies to help them with their legal funds. And you can write to Mr. Nobody who's still sitting in a cage through this button up here. Everyone knows they would like to get a letter from a random person while they're sitting locked in a cage unjustly. Next, we go to GoBreenEnergyOnline.com. That's the do-it-yourself website we send people to to get educated about solar panels, micro wind panels, zero energy homes. If you're looking to go off grid, you're looking to do it yourself, educate yourself first through gogreenenergyonline.com. That's all I got. Hope you enjoy the show. Take it away. All right. Oh, man.
0: So to jump into some COVID block without vitamins because I've obviously had enough already. I hope with this COVID block, you see that there's an, an arc of coverage that I've put together that should give you a complete picture of at least where we are right now with what they're trying to scare us about with the new strains, the new variants, the new death numbers. What I think you should be scared about with the government's response, what people are talking about and how they're fighting over it and and where things really are with some of the critical numbers. I wish, you know, once a week we could stop and do like a perfectly produced two-hour, here's your week in COVID, and connect it with, you know, hey, it's been 18 months since, two weeks to flatten the curve, and here are all the holes in the narrative because there have been so many like from the very beginning. So many faulty Logical leaps that government is used to increase its power, to suppress economic activity, to fulfill its primary purpose of the rich getting richer at the expense of the rest of us. And that's all I'm going to say about that bigger picture stuff. Let's jump into what's happening right now. APNews.com, Fauci, more pain and suffering ahead as COVID cases rise. And this is it. I mean, this is the the quote, is that there would be more pain and suffering ahead. Uh, And and they make that the headline now with the Associated Press. Here's the quote uh, from Fauci on ABCs this week. So we're looking not, I believe, to lockdown, but we're looking to some pain and suffering in the future because we're seeing the cases go up, which is the reason why we keep saying over and over again, the solution to this is to get vaccinated and this would not be happening. No, I, I mean, I, I can't say it enough, but like, this is, it. it and I, I'm, I am more anti COVID vaccine now than ever before. Really. Uh, it, the more I am censored myself, the more I see other people censored questioning this. The, the more, uh, I am, I am confident in saying that the whole use of fear to push vaccines is a criminal racket that should be resisted. And I, I used to say, I mean, even, even as recently as I guess a couple weeks ago, like I'm not universally against the vaccine. It's not a a big threat, you know, and, 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 I still don't think it's like, oh, yeah, it's going to kill everybody. No, but there could be some other legitimate agenda behind it other than what I I still think what's most likely as the explanation is, is evil and criminal, but relatively simple, benign, and in line with mainstream history of pharmaceutical companies and governments, that this is primarily a racket to move money. And if they kill people in the process, if they fuck with people's health, th- they don't mind. They're willing to do that. Is that the objective? Is it? Is the objective population control? Probably not. It's probably not that crazy nefarious. If there is a singular conspiracy, though, uh, it might be centered around two companies, two holding companies, incidentally. Yeah, BlackRock and Vanguard who we found out last week owned over half of the shares of big pharma and major mainstream media companies in the United States. And you go, well, if, if there's anybody at the top colluding, it's them. But I would still say this is more a phenomena of a conspiracy of conspiracies who all opportunistically came together to take advantage of the situation. And so what I used to say about the vaccine was like, yeah, if you have a really good reason to get it, if it's like you need it to keep your job and you know, if you don't keep your job, you lose your house and your family and blah, 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 and, and, and you're young and healthy and you've already had kids and you know you don't wanna have kids in the future, maybe do your research on the specific vaccine they want you to take or all the options of the vaccines that they want you to take and research you know, what we actually know for side effects for those, if you would be particularly vulnerable. and it, But you know what? Even then, I say only after fighting tooth and nail to, to opt out and almost all of the mandates that I've seen, even the vaccine passport stuff, there's some way to opt out. And I think pushing for that and exploring every opportunity to opt out in that right now to resist this is critically important. Uh sorry to sidetrack on that, but I had to get that out up front. Express.co.uk, people experiencing hair loss months after a COVID infection. Surgeon cases warns doctor. Yeah. Long COVID sufferers can experience hair loss months after an infection. A doctor is warned. Oh, really? You mean if you're if time passes, you can your your hair can fall out. That's that's a thing. Yeah, but they're trying to say, yeah, that 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 is problems related to hair loss have risen twofold. And again, this is why I pointed it out earlier. Like, well, geez, lockdown, stress, unemployment, uh, all these things cause actual hormonal changes in the body that would lead to more hair loss. But this is New Delhi. uh, One doctor saying, you know, he's seen a surge in hair loss cases. Next thing you know. This is an international headline of something you have to be afraid of. Now, why you have to be afraid of the Delta variation is like established in the mythology of, well, me, like, well it might not kill you, it probably won't kill you if you're, if you're young and elderly, but you might kill grandma. And so now it's anybody with the sniffles could kill grandma because they're casting the net that much wider for symptoms. So next headline also from the Express, COVID Delta variant symptoms. The two major differences in symptoms from other variants. COVID symptoms are known to include a persistent cough and a high fever, but after the Delta variant was introduced in the UK, some of those common signs of coronavirus have started to change. Scientists have claimed there are two major differences in symptoms between the Delta variant and other types of COVID, it kind of pisses me off that they don't just like put this in the, the actual changes in you know the first bullet point or the sub headline, so people could like take that practical knowledge and go. They they want you to read in deeper, and it's it's typical journalist technique. Um, but you know, skimming ahead, skimming ahead, blah 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 blah. Uh, what what are the actual New, I'm I'm going, skimming ahead, skimming ahead. Uh, But some of the most commonly reported symptoms appear to be different now, compared with the start of the pandemic. Okay, I'm halfway through the article. There are two major differences to be aware of. Warned Griffith University's research leader in virology and infectious diseases, Laura Herrero. Okay, two sentences still. No practical knowledge. She used data from the COVID Symptom Study App to reveal that a runny nose is becoming increasingly popular among COVID patients, while a loss of smell is slowly becoming less common. Oh my gosh. Real- <clears throat> yeah, a variant that would be less deadly would have also milder symptoms. But now, any- a runny nose. I-, I have fucking allergies. I, I get a runny nose it's- at some point most days, just living my life, inhaling a little dust. It's worse in cities. Maybe that's why my throat is messed up right now. Uh, Joey and I just did a total of about, what, more 24 hours of driving over three days. Yeah, it was that much? 20, 22 hours? It's a lot of time just on the road inhaling pollution and smog and oh I got a runny nose oh well it must be COVID yeah and the dist- there was something distinct at least about losing your taste and smell but even that it's like it's just one of those quirky things about the flu that humans are kind of like oh yeah you got the flu oh yeah for a while I couldn't taste or smell anything oh yeah I remember that Let's blow that up and make that. That's the telltale side of COVID. Well, you're going to rope in a lot of flu cases, obviously. Not to mention everything about the false positives with the PCR tests and manipulation of the cycles and the way that they uh, actually administer those tests. But anyway. Next thing to be afraid of. APnews.com. Missouri Hospital treats record number of virus patients. The Springfield, Springfield Hospital reached a sad new record on Sunday when the number of coronavirus patients in its care rose to 187. Uh, yeah. The number was as low as 28 patients about eight weeks ago. So this surge, there is a genuine surge of patients. I, I believe this is largely exaggerated, but I don't think they could really fabricate the whole thing. And it's a whole lot of people who are They're with, not they're from. You know, they get more people in, maybe because more people are comfortable coming to the hospital. Everybody who comes into the hospital gets tested. Next thing you know, everybody who's there for anything, oh, you're also being monitored as a positive COVID patient. So many ways this is being manipulated. Miami, CBS, Florida. Florida man. No, it's not Florida man. Florida emerges as epicenter of COVID outbreak. Numbers are unbelievably frightening. And I think there's a there have been some memes that have kind of illuminated this dynamic for me recently. Uh, three And part of this, I got to give credit to Infowars.com. Credit for their story uh, that we covered a few weeks ago. Three world leaders resist COVID vaccine distribution in their countries and then end up assassinated. It's quite a coincidence you got there. Florida. Governor DeSantis resists COVID uh, mythology-based policies of lockdowns, shutdowns, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, well, let's have a surge of cases over there. Let's let's covertly instruct them. Let's let's tell them to all increase the whatever cycles and the sensitivity of the PCR test so that basically everybody who tests has COVID there all of a sudden. Just it seems to explain things a lot better than the mythology, doesn't it? The Washington Post. Last thing you want to be afraid of here. This is crazy. Uh, wait, no, there's two more. Yeah, but this is this is one of these crazy like meta fear narratives they're trying to insert, and this does make. I I mean you could you could break the country down into like three segments regarding COVID, right? Or maybe even four sort of extreme and moderate on both sides of the issue, right? The extremely afraid, right? The people who really buy the COVID mythology and want other people to be as afraid of COVID as possible because that that they're, they're killing grandma, stuff like that, right? And there are enough people like, I know I think there are real people who have bought into this. I think it's a lot, I think they're a loud and amplified minority and amplified by government troll farms. But they are a loud minority online. And then there's the people who are just kind of like, yeah, I, I think COVID's real. And I think we're fucking up a lot. But I'm falling for most of the propaganda. and I'm kind of scared. So I'm going to go along with most of it. And then there, there's the moderates on the other side who are just like, yeah, maybe I bought some of it at some point. But I, I really don't believe any of this. And then the extreme on that side, people going, no, nah, fuck this. This is all bullshit. This is all a scam. I realize this and 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 we need to fight back. And when those people get portrayed the way that i that I see in the story, I think it really is a, a part of a broader deliberate manipulation to dissuade people from from participating in any kind of lockdown protest because now the anti-lockdown protests are all super spreader events. And by the way, one of the memes that that got me, Into a dynamic about this. I love smart memes. This one was a series of headlines of the same mainstream media outlets' coverage of BLM protests versus January 6th. They all said BLM protests are not a cause for concern about the virus. Here's why. It's like, well, they're outdoors and they're distanced, you know. And then January 6th is a super spreader event. They all covered that, they all had that headline. So, the Washington Post, via MSN.com, anti-mask protesters swarmed a St. Louis County Council meeting, then an attendee tested positive for coronavirus. (gasps) I think after everything I've said, I don't have to really deconstruct this, I'll just read the first paragraph. Less than a week after an angry mob swarmed a St. Louis County Council meeting to oppose a new mask mandate. Public health officials in Missouri announced on Saturday that at least one person has tested positive for the coronavirus and may have exposed others who attended the meeting. All right, here's the last big fear-mongering part of the COVID block from CNN Health, of course. Vaccination is not enough by itself to stop the spread of variants, study finds. And this is both a big hole in their narrative and a big push in their narrative. And one of the other studies that's getting around right now is showing that even the vaccinated who get the Delta variant may carry as much of a viral load and be spreading it as much as someone who's unvaccinated. In which case, being unvaccinated and having symptoms might be an advantage. It gives you a marker, oh shit, I'm not a super spreader not knowing it. And and again, just not answering these questions in order to rush to something that, oh geez, it makes the super rich, super richer at the expense of the rest of us. Coincidence? I think not. So CNN has this, vaccination alone won't stop the rise of new variants. And in fact, could push the evolution of strains that evade their protection, researchers warned Friday. They said people need to wear masks and take other steps. To prevent spread until almost everyone in a population has been vaccinated. So, obviously, the immediate thing is that this—I I predicted this much at least—that yes, variations would be used to put to put to be to push vaccines more, right? But what's on the horizon now is a worse possibility is they say all of these vaccines are ineffective. We had to try them harder until we, and, and they get to push this. So what I'm seeing here is the possibility of this being extended chronologically a lot. That they really think they are going to be able to extend this COVID narrative long enough and keep people scared long enough of these variants that they are going to keep like keep pushing the vaccine, like and right now one of the, one of the links I have pulled up is just me googling how many Americans have been vaccinated at this point, and it's it, they crossed fifty percent by their official counts. Ooh. Ooh, you're in the minority now if you're not vaccinated. We still
1: haven't hit that cannabis. I, I, so
0: I think they're going to keep pushing it. I think I think the to vaccine 100. is going. They're going to keep pushing the vaccine. They want to get as
1: close to hundred and- as they can.
0: Politicians bought by pharmaceutical companies are going to keep pushing for vaccine passports, if only to get people more vaccinated. And there is a scary possibility that I, for one, am ready for. I would rather be unvaccinated and isolated here on my 10-acre homestead, my own personal paradise here in the mountains of Arizona, than uh, and be self-sustaining if I need to be. You know, we, we we have drone delivery then you know we'll have people being able there they will not shut that down to perfect isolation but if if you're living in a city if you're in an apartment if you're renting do you have that luxury do you have a place to go it may come to that and i am i if i'm selling anything it's the idea of having options and for a lot of our friends here hey you've always got gardenia as a bug out spot right there are people who know that if they see society closing down that way, that they can come out here. They can be a part of a uh, part of this area, part of this community where there are a lot of people who haven't fallen for the COVID racket, the COVID mythology. Uh, but yeah, we could be more or less in this current state of this new normal uh, until they give up on vaccines and come up with something worse. That could be the outcome of this. I think this is going to last uh, at least another six months, of of more or less what we're what we're at right now with pushing for the vaccines. I think they're going to try to get them up to you know where they are in a lot of other countries. Although one of the greatest arguments against that, both from an individual level, and from a social level, is that some of the countries with the highest vaccine rates now have the most new cases. They're I mean, you having know, breakthroughs with. With Delta variants and even the mainstream narrative here contradicts itself to say well the vaccines are good but oh wait they could be producing new variant strains and is that like well vaccines are really good but only if everybody uses them right now if some of you hold out we're all fucked and dead and the vaccines will be counterproductive <gasps> Yeah, yeah I'll just be here at my place until this is over you want me to go do man on the street videos? I'm scared.
1: Why?
0: Sca- I, I mean, it's not right now.
1: Provokes?
0: No, of course not. Um, I'm, I'm scared that, well, no, I'm not really, I'm not scared of doing it now. What I'm, re- what I'm really scared of on that count is that there will be, uh, a point where doing that becomes a legal liability. And that's a perfect segue to our next story. What well, we want you to be afraid of, look at this from the U S sun. What the fuck? Australia deploys. um, That's not me. It's what the fuck is the headline. Of course, they've blurred out the U and the C there. Australia deploys helicopters and soldiers to order people to go home in one of world's strictest COVID lockdowns. Jim, go ahead and play this video, please. Jim, there we
1: go.
0: What the, <laughs> f- <laughs> what the f? The the place What the f? The the Crazy. Now, there's other footage, too, of people being arrested uh i don't know if it's in this story but uh it says police in this story one of the photos is captioned police have set up blockades to stop a repeat of last week's violent father of murdered corona teenager riley Wait. goodrich yeah that audio going still yeah uh one of the captions says: police have set up blockades to stop a repeat of last week's violent anti-lockdown protests it's like who made the lockdown anti-lockdown protests violent was it the protesters it was the police. Uh, there, I've, I've seen some footage of uh, police taking their helmets off and, and marching with people walking through the crowd, realizing that they're pawns of the system, too. It's beautiful to see some of that. Uh, but at the same time, we are seeing in some places like Australia, uh, it's not just that they're setting up blockades. They have arrested people walking around cities, tackling them out of the blue on the street, like jumping out of bushes, people who are uh, as organizers going to these rallies and it's not like oh yeah they're arrested okay well first they came for people organizing peaceful rallies and they're coming for you at the same time right now and what they're coming for you with is lockdown exploitation and take a vaccine that you probably don't need and it it really does raise the specter of some deeper agenda Uh, Is this give the government an excuse to give pharmaceutical companies tons of money? They're sitting on ungodly amounts of money already. They're trying to, what's going on here? And and so I, I am, I, I, this is speculative and I will admit when it is speculative, but I, I do believe there is some larger social control agenda in this beyond money and power. And it might be ideological. It might be, you know, let's tilt the, power balance to the left or the right, but that seems, that's insignificant, right? Compared to what's what's at stake here globally. Uh, is it is it population control? Um, I am still concerned that what we're seeing in patterns with the blood clotting, with the spike protein accumulating in other parts of the human body after recipients receive mRNA-type vaccines, that there may be some deliberate loss of fertility for for women in particular long-term. Is that deliberate or is it just, hey, let's get it out there and see what happens and we just don't care about your lives? Um, I think if you think about the history of government, the history of war, the history of these types of sociopaths doing this kind of central planning, you would have to make quite the leap to think that they suddenly care about like this general. Oh, oh, in the past, all the elitist psychopaths who made war and government and all the most evil institutionalized uh, calamities that we have experienced throughout human history. The drug war, the surveillance state, the police state, the people who made all of those things, the people who did World War II and World War One, and, and central banking and, and, and all of the banana wars and uh, all of the the minor wars that you've never heard of. Right? The, the millions and hundreds of millions died from democide from policies. Those were possible because sociopaths and psychopaths in power, people who don't have enough self-love to acknowledge their own humanity, don't see you as human. You think suddenly this generation they got compassionate? No, absolutely not.
1: You know what we have now that they haven't had over history? Cause you're right. The sociopaths always get power because they know how to manipulate people and make them look crazy and play the victim. We all know how they work. They've never had accountability. We can film cops 24 hours. We can film Karen 24 hours. We can film the tyrannical principle 24 hours. Now we can call them all out. And once we all start doing that, Maybe they'll stop.
0: But you can't give out misleading medical advice on YouTube. Oh, no, don't do that. Censored. All right, let's wrap up our COVID block with a few more headlines before we get to our guest who is patiently waiting backstage to join us at the top of the hour. Washington Post at MSN.com. Opinions. This is from Taylor Dotson and Nicholas Tampio. Vaccine mandates will backfire. People will resist even more. In recent weeks, calls for vaccine mandates have increasingly been heard. In a column, headlines, stop pleading with anti-vaxxers and start mandating vaccinations. The Washington Post's Max Boot, very appropriate name, implored President Biden to stop making reasonable appeals to those who will not listen to reason. Former Health and Human Services Secretary Kathleen Sebelius lamented that we're going to tiptoe around mandates, and she's kind of over that. That is the crux of this right now, the, the nature of the force, getting to that. All the more important that we resist. From the Hill, new mask guidelines trigger backlash. Yes. Even the mainstream media has to acknowledge that the CDC's new mask guidance is spurring confusion and backlash as the country tries to respond to the shifting threat of the Delta variant. Yes. (coughs) Excuse me. And, And the back and forth on this at some point, has to cause a certain amount of of wearing thin of the effectiveness of this fear-mongering to get people to comply. The Associated Press has this headline, French police clash with antivirus pass protesters in Europe. Thousands of people protested France's special virus pass with marches through Paris and other French, French cities on Saturday. Most demonstrations were peaceful, but sporadic clashes with riot police marked protests in the French capital. Some 3,000 security forces deployed around Paris for a third weekend of protests against the pass that will be needed soon to enter restaurants and other places. Police took up posts along the Champs-Élysées to guard against an invasion
3: of the famed.
0: With virus infections spiking and hospitalizations, rising French lawmakers have passed a bill Requiring the pass in most places, as of August 9, bolsho a majority of French, support the pass. But some are adamantly opposed. They don't have those numbers here. But the marches drew some 204,000 people around the country. Some 14,000-plus uh, people hostile to the pass protested in Paris. Several thousand more than they had there a week ago. So this might be growing. And I have to, of course, as an American, for now at least, watching this, going, wow, when do we hit that point in the United States? I wanna describe it like as an inflection point. Well, when do we get to this in the United States? In Berlin, from the Associated Press, Berlin protesters decry coronavirus measures, 600 detained. I don't think we need to get into the scope of this. Berlin's police department deployed more than 2,000 officers, 600 detained. This is whatever they're, they're saying that these crowds are, they're bigger. Some 80,000 others protested in city, cities across Italy last weekend. 200,000 people turned out Saturday in France. They're reporting in this story. They don't have the numbers for Germany. Except they do have 2,097 new cases. An increase of more than 500 over the previous Sunday. From Yahoo Finance, update one Pfizer and Moderna raise prices for COVID-19 vaccines in EU. Shocking. Insider Businessinsider.com. Apple removes anti-vax dating app. Unjected from the App Store for inappropriately referring to the pandemic. The app's owners say it's censorship. No shit. It's also a major suppression of human connection and reproduction. And that in and of itself, the baby depression of COVID is not insignificant as a form of population control. Why do we hate this so much at this point? The hypocrisy Obama defies CDC guidance by inviting 500 people to a celebrity-studded 60th birthday party at his $12 million mansion on Martha's Vineyard. Pearl Jam will perform, and guests, including Steven Spielberg, will be served by 200 staff. How much do you want to bet guests won't be masked? Staff will. And that should tell you a lot. Yahoo.com. We're
1: still blaming Obama for stuff. MSM.
0: Come on. No, no. This is this is. We need to. We need to blame. We we, we see the hypocrisy. President Biden absolutely declared a victory too soon. Leanna Wen says that's putting it gently. Uh, Gallup, with this poll, Americans' optimism about COVID nineteen dashed as cases surge. And I wonder if they don't tease out how much do you actually believe in the mythology here. Are you worried because COVID could get worse or are you worried because government could use it as an excuse to keep being shitty? From inews.co.uk, vaccinated people get infected with Delta variant almost as contagious as unvaccinated. Just had to include that as the next big hole in their narrative. And if you Google how many Americans have gotten vaccine, the current count today is 50.2%. Finally, We are gloating over this one in the producers' Club. Jim found us this gem from NBCnews.com. Officials set up a mobile center at a Missouri fair to boost vaccinations. No one showed up. The disappointing turnout comes amid a rise in COVID-19 cases. I need more tea. Trying to put a dramatic flourish on the end of today's COVID block. The disappointing turnout comes amid a rise in COVID-19 cases driven by the Delta variant, local health officials said. Yeah, literally no one showed up at this booth to get a vaccine. And with that, our first guest today is none other than my old friend C. Michael Pickens. And I won't tell you what C stands for. C. Michael Pickens is the CEO of Pack <laughs> Crest Botanicals, an herbal and botanical CBDM manufacturer, founder of the Libertarian Leadership Academy, where he has coached a handful. I love how he says, this is, this is his words. His, his words, not mine. But I love this wording. <laughs> he has coached a handful of local candidates to victory and has helped many more lose with dignity on the way to the eventual libertarian moment avalanche of righteous justice that we are fighting for. No, I added that last part. But he said yes. Uh, a handful <laughs> of local candidates to victory and has helped many more lose with dignity. He is also a certified hypnotherapist and create a new style of hypnotherapy using psychedelics, binaural beats, affirmations, and subconscious reprogramming to bring about rapid transformation. We've got it for 30 minutes, and there's so many different ways we could go with this. I want, I want you to feel, Michael, like you can go wherever you want with this, but I do want to set the stage with one more point that is very cool to see how your story in your entrepreneurship and your activism has followed an arc in the evolution of the libertarian movement that is critical to a lot of individuals following a very similar path and to the movement itself. When we first are called to political activism by the injustices that we see, we are called by intellectual integrity then to explore the root causes of those injustices. We find that if we want to spread peace in the world, we must first achieve it within, we must address the deeper psychological, cultural, and even biological causes of statism and the mental health deficiencies yep. that lead people to be more inclined to be bullied and exploited and victims of that initial injustice that motivated us to get on this path. So, uh, Michael, it's, it's an honor to have you today. Uh, I don't know, where do, where do you wanna start with all this?
4: You know, Adam, thank you so much for having me on. And I'd like to talk about COVID. And I'd like to talk about the psychological manipulation that's happening Mm. with COVID. Um, Learning about the psychology of statism and the psychology of dependence, really what it is, where people, they can't think for themselves. So they need to be told what to think. And they get told over and over and over again that COVID is a threat. So it builds that fear inside themselves. And then when the media says, oh, the solution to this threat that we've been pushing over and over and over again is this vaccine. And then all these people are basically brainwashed. They're subconsciously programmed to fear, right? This this yes. disease or flu or whatever you want to call it. Then they, they immediately go to the solution, right? And this is a typical typical psychological manipulation to where people are brainwashed to fear something right be scared of something turn up the pain and then they bring in the pleasure they bring in the solution you know turn up the heat yeah. and here's the air conditioner right it's, and it's that's not what's even going pleasure it's right
0: not right now michael i just i just have to point out they haven't it's not even pain and pleasure <laughs> at this point they've got us so sure. low expectations it's pain and relief We'll give you a little bit of relief. We'll we'll unlock Painting things release, down yeah. just a little bit. <laughs> you know.
4: If if all you anti-vaxxers would just get the vaccine, we can have our freedoms back. Come on.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. I lost a friend. Oh. Who, and she used that argument. If you would just behave, we could all get oh, back no. to normal. But you people who don't behave.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. So I love love the progression, and people who understand psychology can see it, right? They can see what's happening, what's going on out there in society with the media, with the pharmaceutical companies, with the politicians that are being bribed by the pharmaceutical companies. And not just being bribed by them, they are part of them because their pensions are tied to pharmaceutical profits. So they're mm-hmm. not just yeah. you know, getting campaign yeah. contributions from some pharmaceutical companies, their retirement is based on yes. the success of pharmaceutical companies yes. and the military industrial complex and the prison industrial complex and all these things that we're fighting against because they oppress our fellow humans, right? So it's not just the bribes and campaign contributions, it's these people's livelihoods are dependent on oppression. And that's what we have to realize.
0: Well, I, I'm really glad that you started. No, well, I mean, I could just let you go, but no, I, I, I do want to guide this at least a little bit. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, because I, I love how you connect this to COVID to start with, because it, it, it isn't happening in a vacuum. None of this stuff. This whole conversation about human optimization has to acknowledge that we now live under this dark cloud in the sky. That is, that is the COVID mentality that is the COVID mythology that is all the, the all the negativity and, and angst and and suppression of activity around us. Uh, but there's there I, I I'm also grateful that you pointed out how it's not just a, a matter of people falling for policy. It's people falling for the deeper psychological manipulation. And when you say oh we got a comment from uh, Wesley Kretschmer. Yeah.
1: Says it really sucks. I'm about to give in and get the vaccine due to pressure and bullying from friends and family, not sure if I'm doing the right thing, but I can't take it anymore. So yeah, that's psychological. So that's
0: perfect. And I want to Michael, I want to challenge you to over the course of the rest of this interview, try to talk to Wesley here. And and because, because what I'm what I'm getting at is that i leave that comment up for just a minute here dear is that a part of that a big part of that psychological manipulation that that we as libertarians would connect to the not just covid but the deeper manipulation that makes statism coercive large centralized government as we know it today possible is, is a beating down of the human spirit it it, it is And it's not don't be happy. They want you to be happy and pacified, right, if they can. And then manipulate with with fear to be more submissive and more pacified. But they generally want you to be happy. It's not that they don't want you to be unhappy. They don't want you to be happy. It's that they want you to not think for yourself so that you do not live for yourself. That you do not have that confidence in your own mind, your own capacity, your own spirit, your own will, your own drive. And it's not an individualist philosophy. There is an individualist element to this, but it is so that you can go out and relate to other human beings with love and direct connection and voluntary relationships and positivity in a way that we don't need that. So when I think about Wesley here, he's someone who maybe sees a lot of what we see but he's he's feeling like he's about to break he says i can't take it anymore how do we give him the strength to take it as long as it takes to win so what
4: i would do if i was wesley is i would tell my friends and my family that i love them very much and that the path that they're chosen that they've chosen to get this vaccination is a great path for them but that it's okay that he doesn't get it And that he wants them to be safe as well. And he wants to be safe. And there's other alternatives to the vaccination. So I have a network of basically like-minded people that I've built over the years. And so do you. However, there's naturopathic doctors out there that are saying the same thing. That COVID is an inflammatory disease. And the solution to it would be to take natural anti-inflammatory substances, supplements, right? And eat foods that will naturally fight inflammation. So stop eating processed foods, stop eating sugar that causes more inflammation, right? And if you look at the people who are getting... Uh, but but Michael, but, but Michael, COVID, but, but, but Michael, the
0: people, people sure. they, they said that if I go get the vaccine, I'm going to get a donut. I'm going to get a donut. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. want a beer, to...
4: right? Yeah. And, and whatever else. like. <laughs> So this is this is a the thing. There, there's natural solutions to most every illness out there, and what I would do, Wesley, if I were you, is I'd find some of these naturopathic doctors and share information. And that's all you can do. But you, at the end of the day, you have to be okay with standing up for yourself and living your own life. You know, a lot of the problems that are that are caused today with people in depression is because of their ego and needing acceptance from someone else, right? They, they can't just be happy within themselves. So, and, and this has been brought on even more by social media. We need to post and we need to get likes and we need to get comments yeah. and people, you know, people need to like us, right? Being like, you have to be liked by other people to feel that confidence. So yeah. the subconscious reprogramming part allows you mm. to feel confident in yourself. So with COVID, if you take the same psychology there and you use it on, personal development and personal growth and affirmations and if you tell yourself every single day twice a day that you're confident in who you are and it's okay if people disagree with you you're going to love them anyways and you say that to yourself over and over like we do like we record affirmations and we add binaural Mm -hmm. beats to it and a music track and then affirmations in third person along with first person and then you add psychedelics on top of that for Mm -hmm. uh neuro growth right because uh, science is showing that psilocybin mushrooms help create new neural pathways in the brain, right? Brand new neural pathways, building Ooh. new neural pathways in the brain. So that old thought pattern that you're dependent on other people for your self-esteem goes away because you just built a new path that I'm confident within myself, no matter if people like me or not, you're still going to love them regardless, right? And you're going to love yourself. So being able to reprogram your subconscious mind is very important. And you talked about the arc of libertarianism of getting started as an activist and, you know, seeing the, the, the path that we're on. Well, the, the path that I'm on right now as a hypnotherapist and helping people reprogram their subconscious mind came from coaching candidates over the years. Right. Mm-hmm. Most candidates, most people know what they need to do to be successful and win an election. Right. And when I would coach candidates over the years and say, OK, the, you know, they needed money. Right. They needed fundraising. They needed help with fundraising. OK. So they wrote out their list of all the people they need to call their friends and family, the people they care about, their acquaintances, all that good stuff. It's like, OK. So now between today and next week on the same day, you're going to make 10 phone calls, right? And that was the goal that they'd set or 50 phone calls or whatever goal they set to call the number of people. And then one week would pass and we'd get on the phone together. How many people did you call? None, right? They didn't call anyone or they just didn't get on the appointment. They just just disappeared, right? And it's because they had this subconscious block that kept them from calling people that kept them from going door to door that kept them from going and the radio station door or going into the newspaper, the TV station to get a media interview. They just said, Oh, well the media ignores libertarians, right? But it was their own subconscious programming that told them that, that the media ignore libertarians. So they won't even try, right? Or they're afraid to get asked or they're afraid to ask people for finances for their campaign you know there's all these things that people have in their mind and that goes back to sales right salesperson afraid to pick up the phone to make a sales call right because they're afraid of rejection right which goes back to that ego right they're afraid Uh, of rejection they're not afraid to make a phone call people make phone calls all the time and they talk to their friends but they're not asking them for anything most of the time right so it's that fear of rejection because people take it personally like oh what if they what if they tell me no you know, what if they tell me they're they're not going to give any money? You know, it's going to hurt their ego, so they, they just don't ask, right? And then they okay, so, they, so they they Michael, fail. hold on, Michael. Like, there in the intro l- I want to hold on, Michael.
0: Like, I want to go back to. Sure. I mean, there's so many things you touched on there. I really want to dig into, but I, I want to ask you to address another comment here because there's a flip side of this that requires some important differentiation. You know, when when you're telling people to reach out with love, I think uh, it, 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 I'm all for that. It needs to include uh, in a situation like that a, a caveat of uh, you know sort of being responsible for the times when it when it's rejected or when people are trying to take advantage of you. How to identify that? So this next comment
1: uh, from Marisha, Marisha, Mar- Mr. Joshua, Mr. Joshua <laughs> Babcock, <laughs> Babcock. Uh, no, good point. If you're getting bullied from your friends and family, first of all, they are not your real friends. Second. If your family doesn't support your beliefs, then stay away from them and go your own way. Family members can be toxic too.
0: Michael? Sure.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So family members, as much as they they love you and think they're doing the right thing for you, they might not be. That's, That's okay as well. And Mr. Joshua is absolutely correct. If people in your life are toxic to you. You don't have to keep them in your life. You can love them from a distance, right? If someone hurts you, you can forgive them, but that doesn't mean that you keep them in your life so they can hurt you again. That means you forgive them and you can keep them at a distance, right? Yeah. I don't wanna, if you if have I can, to do what's
0: right for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And for what's, if I may share sort of a personal element to this, I've seen a lot of people uh, in my life, even in my family become more or less toxic in light of what's going on right now. And all of the toxic elements in society are being picked up by different people in different ways. And you have to have the courage to say, well, you've changed or this has revealed something in you that's toxic. That means at least for now, like I can love you and forgive you and hold you at a distance and say, you know, I, as, as long as you are toxic to me this way, you know, I, I can't let that affect me. So that's a, that's a, that's the, the tough balance here. So Michael, I, I want to get into this technique that you've developed in particular, um, because it, it seems like the way you explain it, it's like, Oh yeah, no shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Use the psychedelics to open your mind in such a way. And, and not just like with psilocybin, with we know from studies there's a neurobiological effect of increasing connectedness in the brain and strengthening parts of the brain with those natural compounds from psilocybin mushrooms. But with therapy, and then you combine that with conscious self-reprogramming, with, it, it, with self after, so you're recording people, like you would record me saying, Adam, you're awesome, Adam, you're, and then you would play that on loop with binaural beats in my head while I'm tripping so that I come out with that perfected, healthy ego. I mean, is that is that an unfair simplification? Correct.
4: It's, it's a simplified version, but I can explain it in detail right now. So okay. what we do is basically ask a series of questions to figure out where you want to be in life, right? Whether it be emotionally, financially, Physically with your health. And then we figure out what the blocks are keeping you from that. Right. And then we create affirmations around that. So instead of just Adam, you're awesome. Right. You would, you would do something along the lines of, um, let's say you're physically out of shape. Right. So the affirmation along that line would be, I work, I love working out every morning when I wake up because I know it's going to give me the strength. And the confidence i need to go on with my day and be successful and then we talk about you know self-esteem or something like that you know i'm confident in myself i'm confident in what i'm doing right It's, it's always in the first person and then i would record in the third person adam you are awesome you wake up every morning excited to work out because you know you know that's gonna help you become okay so so let me let me me make it some
0: let me let me change your formula because i'm gonna make this actually relevant right now uh because like i don't have that. i love working out i like i programmed myself naturally like in in high school to love working out and and enjoy the maintenance of my body naturally like that like i got that one i think a lot of libertarians have have, are at that basic level of self-love by the way it's awesome to see the movement become more conscious of this we have we have like a fitness caucus now in the LP I forget What it's actually called. Nice. Yeah. yeah it? Michael, Michael, your insight baseball. Come on. What's LP the fitness fit caucus? caucus? So, well, yeah, whatever. Um, I think but it's there's... called the LP the...
4: get fit caucus. Something
0: like oh, okay. That's yeah. it. The LP get fit caucus. That, yeah, that sounds right. Um, but there's something deeper that like I feel as a block and have as a candidate. And I've actually done, I mean, I say, this is the guy who raised, more at at one in the primary in the LP presidential primary at most points in the campaign more than everybody else running combined. Right? I I forget I I'm probably being modest in that. But it was like it was it was a lot more. And I still have this block like of how asking for money.
4: Thousands of dollars
0: more. Yeah. Let me be modest. Hundreds Um, of thousands um, of dollars more. But but I like even now raising money for home front (laughs) battle buddies, raising money for other libertarian sure. candidates raising money, well, raising money for other people, I don't have the same block, you know, raising money for anything that is me that I'm doing, especially it's like, I don't deserve okay. it. So, so my reprogramming statement there would be, I love asking for well, yeah, well, money because it brings value that I am worthy of into my life. Right. That I need. And I, that's something I, I would like to accept more.
4: Yeah, Absolutely. So then what we would do is delve further into Homefront Battle Buddies, right? What is Homefront Battle Buddies? Homefront
0: Battle Buddies is our 501c3 veterans nonprofit can you hear me? to uh, facilitate exploration of alternative therapies through online organizing and in-person retreats. Uh, that's the formal language of uh, unofficially so is get vets stoned in the woods so that we can be the last generation of combat veterans the world ever knows.
4: So, okay, so that's the why, right? The why is, explain it. Can you explain the why?
0: We want to facilitate veterans exploring alternative healing therapies to empower them to lead better lives and to empower society to learn the lessons of our experience so that we can be the last generation of combat veterans the world ever knows.
4: So, do you think there's veterans out there suffering um, unnecessarily?
0: Absolutely, because I'm not aggressively and asking for retreats. Money. I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, so do you, you think there. your
4: retreats <laughs> would help them?
0: <laughs> shit, <laughs> help them shit. break free? God damn from it! The chains that have right. kept them back. We're picking apart Adam's brain live on the air. Yeah, absolutely absolutely yes i i thank you for okay so there there's people
4: out, out there suffering right now because you are not asking for money right needlessly suffering and you can help them out by asking more people and anyone who contributes the homefront battle buddies are not just contributing to your retreat they're contributing to the health and wellness and contributing to having this generation of combat veterans Veterans be the last ones in existence, or who knows what these veterans will do after they go through your retreat, they may become the next Adam Kokesh, right, the people donating to Homefront Battle Buddies may be sponsoring the next Adam Kokesh or the next whoever the next Larry Sharp, the, the next, you know, candidate that goes out there gets elected, or someone who becomes, you know, a mainstream figure Able Ron to Paul
0: was also very influenced by his military experience. You you forgot Ron Paul? Sorry, I, I, I just, yep. Maybe the next Ron Paul. Ron Paul <laughs> very influenced by his his military experience. Huge fan of Ron Paul. You know that. I so know you never deliberately forget what you're Ron Paul. doing. <laughs> so
4: what you're doing is a need in society right now. I don't know anyone else that's doing it. I personally don't. You're the only one that's talking about this. So what you need to do is ask as many people as possible. And this is a great opportunity because, you know, we're here talking with your audience. How would someone contribute to Homefront Battle Buddies?
0: Homefrontbattlebuddies.com. With our initial donations, we were able to host a founding retreat, get our board of directors organized. Set up the website, set up the five hundred one c three paperwork, and the uh, bank account, and all the necessary financial mechanisms to take tax theft, theft liability deductible donations.
4: <laughs> tax free. So I actually saw your inter- <laughs> I actually saw your interview on Josh Smith's podcast about a month ago, and I thought, you know what, this is awesome. What Adam's doing. I should talk to them about getting on the show. And uh, Joey reached out to me about two weeks later. And I was like perfect. It's exactly how it's supposed to happen.
0: <laughs> it's it's almost it, like you
4: know what everything you're doing... in the universe is exactly where it's supposed to be right now. Isn't
1: that great?
4: <laughs> sure. Well, it you know you look at the state of society right now, and it's not the best. But I see a resurgence of freedom. I see people that are waking up. I think there's more libertarians now than ever people who believe in their own freedom. Maybe they don't know exactly how to express it. Maybe they don't know exactly how to put it into words, but I think that the Liberty party and the Liberty movement is like moving towards the direction it should be moving towards mainstream popularity. And I'm really All right, so excited back to Back to, to my process. We've
0: got, we've, we've got my brain picked apart. Now we've got an example of an affirmation. So then what? Sure. So
4: I love asking people for money to help fund home frontal buddies because I know that the next Ron Paul will show up and I need to find them or whatever it is sure. that you want to add in there, whatever specific example. Right, whatever will get you motivated to ask for finances to help fund this because you know it's a worthy endeavor.
0: Okay, so then we got the recording, and then what? We the recording. Recording. How do how, so how we bring binaural beats um, and good drugs into this? <laughs>
4: <laughs> so there's there is a uh, a program that's free to download, and I'll let I'll let you know what it is right now. I'm going to pull it up on my laptop. It is called can – I'll find it here in a second. I just had it up. Uh, G-NORAL, the letter A-U-R-A-L. And it will help you to create the binaural beats. Um, and then what will happen is you can set the binaural beats. So your affirmations in the morning, you want to start at like a gamma level, gamma, delta beta alpha so at the end of your recording that you listen to first thing when you get up it takes you from a subconscious deep sleep up into an alpha state to where you're ready to take on the day and make those phone calls or do whatever it is you need to do for home front battle buddies and then the other recording will be in the evening and it'll do the opposite it'll take you from an alpha state to a beta to a theta to a delta to a gamma to where you're in a deep sleep at the end of it. And after that affirmation session recording is done, you just, you're just asleep basically. So now to add psychedelics to that, you could actually extend the recording. Most of the recordings that I do for people are really short, like 10, 13 minutes long. There's a morning one, and then there'll be an evening one, um, but the psychedelic one is more like an hour, two hours long and where we literally will create a story that you'll listen to while you're using psilocybin mushrooms and it'll walk, you'll walk yourself through a journey. It's kind of like the hero's journey, right? Are you familiar with that book? The hero's journey? Of course.
0: Yeah. And the, the so, mythological arc, story arc. Sure. So basically you look at your life like
4: a movie. Right. And you're the one that's writing the script. However, wherever you're at in that movie right now, you cannot go back and rewrite any of that script. Right. And a lot of us have struggled. Right. We've worked very hard. We've had, you know, stuff co- thrown at us and we've overcome it. But we have not reached the climax yet. We haven't reached the point in our life where we're like, this is the success that I've been waiting for. Right. So in this in the story that we're writing in that script for that longer affirmation is that you're basically writing the journey and what you'd like to see happen for yourself in the future. And you're listening to that and it's programming your subconscious mind that this is the journey that I'm going to go on. These are the actions that I'm going to take to get there. Right. Because no one got anywhere of significance being comfortable. Right. You don't you don't become successful in life by sitting on your couch or playing video games. And you know, you know this stuff. To, to become physically fit, you have to work out, you have to become uncomfortable. And it's the same with anything in life. Anything that you want to do that's worth the, anything to be successful, you have to become uncomfortable. And you have to look at your life as a hero's journey, as an adventure. That you're gonna have yeah. to, you know, walk through Mordor to drop the ring in the mountain of fire in Mount Doom. Right, you're gonna have to stress yourself out, you're gonna have to overcome challenges, and that's okay. And that's part of the process, and you have to accept it and then you have to take the action steps to get there however most people have been subconsciously programmed to not take the steps to get there to be comfortable everything out there mass media is trying to get people to be comfortable oh take this vacation play this new video game here listen to music you know you don't see commercials on tv to go you know get healthy or to go after your dreams it's like drink a pepsi and then go hang out on the beach or you know whatever it is. Like, it has nothing to do with what is actually going to make you satisfied in life. So the yeah. longer psychedelic affirmation is your hero's journey that you outline. Now, the shorter ones are the pieces of that journey, the next step that you need to take to get there. So you, in your example, your hero's journey, you could talk about – how you've made the fundraising calls, right? You, you're sitting at a retreat with 100 other veterans or however many, I don't, I, don't, I don't think 100, you know, you could have 50 or 20 or, you know, however many you want in your vision, right? And you build that out and what you want it to look like. And you could talk about, you know, in the next year, like outline it for the next year. And then in your daily affirmations, you're going to be talking about making the phone calls, making the phone calls to veterans, making the phone calls, you know, to fun- to funders, potential funders, right? So it's really cool how this all works out because the psilocybin mushrooms are a neutral substance, right? It's neither – they're neither good nor bad. They just create new neural Ooh. pathways in the brain. So whatever it is you pay attention to while you're on these substances, that's what is going to uh, – get put in the subconscious mind, right? So if you're using psilocybin mushrooms and you're watching a horror movie, guess what you're putting into your subconscious mind, right? If you're using psilocybin mushrooms and you're at a rave, right? That's what you're putting in the subconscious mind or you're listening to negative music or whatever it is, right? You're around negative people talking about negative things, right? But if you're using them, and you're using them to help build up your subconscious mind and create your dreams reality. That's what I believe that they're really intended for. And you're going to be able to, to use this at your retreats, you know, to be able to reprogram the subconscious minds of veterans. So they're no longer chained to PTSD or trauma or things that they did in the past. And they can accept that they were brainwashed from the government and they did these things. And that's not who they are, that's who they were. And they're starting right now at this point in life to write a new script and create a new story for their life and become that hero in their soul that they know that
0: is there. Yes, man. So it's many silent. times I wanted to interrupt. Really, it was really bad. You know, so many times I wanted to interrupt with bad jokes, but man, you were on. That was that was such a beautiful role. I was, uh, you know, it's like whatever whatever you're doing when you're uh, when you're is what gets encoded. It's like, well, uh, that's why I'm such a good driver. I'm really good at listening to hippie music. <laughs> All right, so Michael, uh, we got to wrap things up. Yeah, it seems like you're you're so propelled by some incredibly beautiful core dynamics that motivate our movement as a whole that have taken you from just basic party activism and and trying to get cannabis out there to the Libertarian Leadership Academy to this new hypnotherapy thing. And I want to say one other thing about this is that uh, there are no major researchers in labs running experiments around what Michael is able to explore as a, a shaman, as a, or as a guide for people self-shamaning with these techniques. And if you're confident in your supply of illicit substances and being safe and reliable, if you're confident in yourself and your environment and people around you, I would encourage you to similarly experiment within the realm of what we know to be safe in combining these things, as I think Michael is showing, has incredible potential for reprogramming your brain to be more effective, to overcome trauma, to optimize your engagement with the world. So with that, um, we know that you have Pack Crest Botanicals as one brand you want to promote, um, Libertarian Leadership Academy. Uh, do you have a, a brand yet for oh. hypnotherapy yet? Or is there what, what what else? What do you want to promote, sir?
4: Yeah, so I'd love to actually give some free resources for people right now to be able to do this stuff on their own. There's a book called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Dr. Shad Helmstetter. That book right there talks about reprogramming the subconscious mind. It talks about creating affirmations for yourself so you can buy that book. Um, You could download free PDFs online, right? What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Dr. Shad Helmstetter. And then if you want more of a guided Um, hypnotherapy session and help creating affirmations, you can go to ideationhypnotherapy.com ideationhypnotherapy.com and you can schedule a free consultation. And the difference between what we do and what most therapists do is that most therapists try to keep their patients coming back again and again and again every single week. They rehash the negative that's happened, the trauma, the PTSD, and they are... They are, their livelihood is dependent on you coming back every single week or every single two weeks or every month, right? And just keep shilling out money. What we do is we teach you how to create your own affirmations. So when you're good on the set of affirmations and you're ready for your new ones, you can do it yourself. It's all about empowerment. We need to empower people. So And eventually this will be included in every
0: middle school curriculum in, in the world, right? um so any any i mean michael it's been awesome thank you for joining us um and any any final thoughts to sign off with
4: yeah i do want to plug pack crest botanicals because if it wasn't for the cbd company that i built the manufacturing company none of this other stuff would become be possible and i've actually created a discount code just for your listeners it's avm at PackcrestBotanicals.com, use the discount code avm for 20 percent off and we've got some awesome cbd products that are for anxiety and depression and for sleep so you could check that out and adam gets a little kickback too in there as well so maybe we'll kick back to the the home front battle buddies group
0: of course no and i think there's a lot of potential guys for what you're doing yeah i'm really excited by the potential to incorporate a lot of what you said in terms of that that healing trauma reprogramming for PTSD especially and all of it to incorporate these are these are all things that I'm already excited to be including as, as opportunities for veterans at retreats with home front battle buddies just to point this out though since we are 51c3 anything that may, may or may not have legal consequences we are merely facilitators of happening between individuals at our events, and that's where we draw that line legally. In case there's any ambiguity for anybody trying sure. to use this against our organization in the future, Michael, thank you again very much. We'll have all of these links in our show notes on our Telegram chat that you can join at t.me/slash Adam versus the Man. Encourage you to join that uh, anyway for all the useful links every day, Mr. Pickens. It's been a pleasure.
4: Thank you so much. Have a wonderful
0: day. All right. We are ready to go right on to our next guest. And she has an exciting story. I hope she, she's still with us in a good place. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Kate Nixon joins us today for an update on the Johnny Hurley case and everything that We Have Change Colorado is doing to demand transparency and to fight back. Uh, Dr. Kate Nixon, really cool resume. Former weapons engineer, currently positioned in southern New Mexico. Who was one of the original members of We Are Change Colorado, and it's it's just cool to see your life story and these connections coming back together. And you know, my personal connection with We Are Change Colorado, just as someone who's done work with them and as a visiting speaker and and you know, colleague activist, now seeing We Are Change Colorado revived in the wake of this tragedy. Let's at least pull that out of it, and even Dr. Nixon from uh, you know being in Southern New Mexico, is being very involved with these efforts. So before anything from her, I just wanna say there are two big links that we really wanna promote right now for people who want accountability for Johnny Hurley. WeAreChangeColorado.com and t.me slash WeAreChangeColorado. Very effective, simple, unambiguous branding, very easy to find. Uh, but we are encouraging people right now to send emails to the county prosecutor I believe details right now from Dr. Kate Nixon thank you so much for joining us
3: Thank you so much for having me Adam I really appreciate it so yeah this really has um, it's 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 so tragic you know what happened and it's really lit a fire under my ass that's for sure and I think everyone's kind of rallying around this um, it it's so. Basically, I'm going to try to keep this pretty short. Um, we have questions that need to be answered. And so, first of all, I'm just going to run through some of these. The officer's name that was involved. And is he or she still on paid administrative leave? We don't know any of this. Did Johnny pick up the rifle and go back to his original spot where he took out the shooter? Because that doesn't make any sense. Not, none of this is adding up. Um, was Johnny shot in the back? Where was he shot? We don't know where he was physically shot. And then, you know, of course, we want to know, did the officer give any verbal commands before firing on Johnny? These are all really important questions that we need answers. So um, to in order to demand transparency, the things that we want are the full video. There was video released on um, June 25th, four days later by the Arvada Police Department that stopped right before Johnny took out the shooter. And you can see Johnny running across the street in that video. So we want the full video. There is also two more cameras that belong to the Arvada Police Department that caught the incident. We want those as well. And um, I'm told uh, by another founding member of We Are Change uh, oh,
1: that um, there's
3: one camera care? that was on the centrally Link building that we want that as well.
0: Yeah. So can you go back for people who don't know the story? Uh, it's it's pretty Intense, and it's it's kind of personal and emotional for me. But you've yep. been doing a lot of work summing this up and presenting it to people. Yeah, um, yeah.
3: So I'll 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 kind please. of take you through it. So, um, basically. Um, the Arvada Police Department was called out by, so the, the shooter's name, his last name was Troike, and his brother was concerned he was going to do something. And so there was a call and the Arvada Police Department. It was Officer Beasley, the one that was shot. Him and his partner went to his house and he wasn't there. They found some sort of manifesto that, again, we haven't seen. We just, you know, see their summary of it. The Arvada Police Department saying that he hated cops, wanted to take out as many as he could and hoped he took some out before he died. It was, it was, it was bad. Um, but you know it didn't really make sense. So then after that he gets a call while he's there um to a disturbance and sus- suspicious activity in Old Town Arvada. And so somehow he beats the, sh- the the shooter to Old Town and you can see on the video he's walking and the the shooter's walking up behind him with a shotgun. And so um tragically the the shooter troiki he takes out officer Beasley um and 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 the officer falls, and then he goes off the camera, and he shoots um, supposedly uh, a patrol car. And then you can see the shooter walk back to his truck. He he switches out the shotgun for a rifle, an AR-style rifle, and he walks back towards the square. And that's when you see Johnny. He runs from across the street um, from the Army surplus store to take cover behind this brick wall that's, be- that's behind a dumpster. And uh, you can tell the shooter doesn't know he's there. So Johnny's got a nine millimeter handgun and, and then the, then the video cuts out, but from eyewitness testimony um, and you know, what we know so far is, is Johnny took this guy out. He was wearing armor and everything. There is helicopter footage that we have that was shortly after it happened that showed where the killer's body was laying. And that's how we know the story doesn't make sense. So we know where his body was and um, it's not clear where Johnny fell. And that's the question that, you know, it's just still out there. So, so basically Johnny was killed by a responding officer supposedly took him for the shooter because he was, according to the Arvada police department, holding the killer's rifle. But we do not have that information. I, I, I'll believe it when I see it, but we, we really need to get to the truth of this.
0: Yeah. So there's so many questions that come up with this and it's, it's almost like, uh, you know, a uh, a cornucopia of possibilities for conspiracy theorists to analyze and go, well, it could be this, it could be that. And there's so many scary possibilities. Um, you know, was Johnny set up? Was the shooting fabricated? What were the, you know, did the, the, the police know what in advance? And I, I it's, it, it's kind of nice to right now be able to push all that to the side. Yeah. And say, it doesn't matter. Because what's being covered up, it's fucked up. There's yep. no excuse for them totally. to cover this up because at very least they are covering up gross negligence, incompetence, irresponsibility. And I'm excited for this moment. I'm excited for what we are Change is doing right now in demanding the, this transparency, this accountability, not just because, I want justice for Johnny Hurley. No,
3: oh, yeah, that's not, not all of it. Mm-mm.
0: Not just because I see the implications for the police state in general and police accountability and the, the like, hey, if I want to know that if I go and tackle a shooter, that I'm not going to get shot by a cop. Yeah. You know. Um, that yeah, kind of I, think, I think that there's another issue. An what interest. if
3: Johnny was an off-duty police officer? What was he? What if he was a poli- police officer in another? You know town and and what if he was a military member
0: right Cops and he, should, think- this is this basic integrity of the system issues that even anybody in the system of integrity should care enough to take a stand against and so that's what i'm excited about with this campaign specifically is that you have How many? There there is a conspiracy in front of us right now to cover up the truth about the Johnny Hurley shooting. That is that is that is a clear conspiracy. It's not a theory. There's a conspiracy of government officials working together to hide the actual story. There, there's the cops. There are the cops on the ground who knew. There's people who have seen the evidence who know. There's everybody involved in the administrative process around the county attorney who know, and she is the lead of this specific conspiracy that we're pointing out that we want to end
1: and yeah there's, so so there's Alexis a, a King is the, that, oh, and the last
0: thing the last thing i'm going to say about this is i want to turn this to you is that the exciting part is the possibility that this campaign is going to hit someone of conscience, of conscience, excuse me. It's going to, it's going to ping their conscience in a way that they say, I have to buck the system to do the right thing in a powerful way that can lead to even more fundamental positive change.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, from what I can tell, I think most of, I don't know how to say this. I, I think that at least the Chief of Police, Link Straight, is trying to do right from what I've seen. But I haven't been able to get a hold of him personally. Um, but le- just let me kind of talk real quickly about the District Attorney. Her name is Alexis King, and she was um she ran on a platform of transparency. And that is really important here. And I think we need mm. to hold her accountable. So I do have a contact for um, the District Attorney's office. His name is Michael Teague, and he is the director of public affairs for the Colorado First Judicial District Attorney's Office. Um, And I have his email if you'd like me to give it, as well as his cell phone number.
0: Well, I think, Kate, for practical connection, I, I don't want people to write down an email and send one email. I want them to get on the telegram panel or go to the website is there enough there about this for them to see that email and those details and and you have a a copy paste email right and we want people to take their own and make it their own and uh, i really want people to write their own
3: i do i want people to write their own i do but we
0: but we have the factual basis that they can there's the in all the emails because there are multiple emails correct that they could send us to yes so i I have
3: all of the city council i have the mayor of Arvada. I have um, four in the Arvada um, Police Department, um, and they are sector commanders. It's divided into four sectors.
1: Excellent.
0: Um, yeah. I also have
3: a public information officer. I have emails for them. I have a, an office phone number for um, Alexis King, the district attorney. And I just wanted to like say one more thing. Um, Because I've been emailing um, Mark Williams, the mayor of Arvada, as well. And the reason I was concerned with his reply is what it was what I expected. But he said on July 20th, At this time, the DA's office is still doing their investigation. No other evidence has been released. And then on the 21st, he said the chief did tell me he hopes the DA's report will be completed within the next two weeks. That will be on Wednesday of this week. So in two days. Um, and so that's, that's what I got from them. And, and the problem is the mayor does not work for the county. The mayor does not work for the district attorney. The mayor does not work for Jefferson County. The mayor works for the people of Arvada. And that is another thing we need to call him out on and contact him about.
0: Absolutely. So I want to focus on these two links. I'm grateful for all the work that you have done and, and everybody else with we Are Change that you're organized. So again, if you're as if you're as motivated to do something about this story as I am, we are changecolorado.com. Or as someone from Colorado would say it, we are changecolorado.com Colorado.com, <laughs> Telegram channel, t.me slash we are change Colorado. This is about the shooting in Arvada. Uh, yeah, now you're not going to forget it, okay? So, uh, I mean, Dr. Nixon, I'm, I'm grateful not just for that, but for you joining us and taking the time to promote this and bring more effort into this. It, maybe you can end with uh, you know, why you're so motivated to, to pursue
1: this case.
3: Um. Johnny was a, a good friend. You know, we fought tyranny together. We fought battles together, you know, and, and it's, it's weird to say, I'm proud to say I was arrested with them, you know,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'd say mm-hmm. that.
3: Um, it was just, you know, he didn't like cops. <laughs> he wasn't a cop hater, but he was against the militarization of police and wanted to hold them accountable. And he died running out, trying to, trying to save one. And it just says everything about his character and how, you know, I just, I just think that's awesome. You know, and and I'm I'm really proud of him. Um, he was a fucking hero, and no, and maybe, so we got to yeah, do this for him.
0: Absolutely, don't sell him short at all. He died saving cops' lives because he took out a shooter who was going out to target cops who had just killed one and was going after more and designed his attack. at least according to the government story right now. And this part isn't too much in question. I mean, there's everything open to being questioned and and revealed when, when we get the full release of data, if that ever happens. But he died because he put his life on the line to save cops' lives. That was how much it was reaching across the divide to say, I value your life more than than and, and i forgive everything I, I would possibly accuse you of so much that i would put my life on the line to save your life and he did that and he backed it up and he paid for it
3: he did he did yep thank you thanks for having me on adam appreciate it
0: thank you for all your work appreciate it. all right again we are change colorado.com t.me slash we are change colorado we got a few more links everything other than our COVID block to breeze through in 10 minutes now. I think we can do it, Joey. We can do it. Yeah. I, just, I, I, I saw the last link pulled up. official set up a mobile center at a Missouri fair to boost vaccinations. No one showed up.
1: I love that no one showed up. <laughs> <coughs> uh, I went, do we, uh, it was this town. It uh, doesn't, even matter. It doesn't matter. matter how big the town is. No not this one, not one being yeah. and, and not one person with their little old lady mom who's just yeah, not one person.
0: Uh, yeah, great. it's nothing wrong with taking a moment to laugh at the opposition. From theguardian.com. <laughs> excuse me, I'm gonna need some COVID vitamins after the show, but not before. Support the Guardian. Uh, big tech's week raises fears of blade runner future of mega company rule. Just pointing out, like, and this is from yesterday, Amazon, Google, Apple, and Microsoft all reported record-breaking profits amid a pandemic bonanza. The recent Biden administration moves suggest U.S. tech's easy ride is over. Oh, easy ride is over? Yeah, we're going to give you more money to coordinate with government even more. We're We're going to make you Mark Zuckerberg the czar of social media by default, because you now run the official U.S. federal agency of social media. Jack Dorsey, congratulations! You are in charge of the federal agency of short-form short social media communications, also known as Twitter. Congratulations! YouTube, you—you you are uh, as as owned by Google and Alphabet. Uh, the 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 whoever CEO Sar Sarista, it's a woman, right? Was CEO of YouTube right I now, know. whatever. You can be the Sarina of, of controlling the video message, yes. Uh, no, it is, and it is a weird point we are coming to, in a couple uh, related stories, first from The Guardian also. Uh, a safe space for racists. Anti-Semitism report criticizes social media giants. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok failing to act on most reported anti-Jewish posts. This study, yes, be be very sensitive to the Jews because remember the Holocaust. So they're saying that like ninety percent see no failed to act on eighty four percent of posts spreading anti Jewish hatred and propaganda uh, reported via the platform's official complaint system. I mean, it's one of those things. If you tease it out, you see what they're really doing: it's censorship, control, manipulation, and anti Semitism, or racism, or things that are universally bad. When you boil it down to that are going to be used as the excuse, as the cover for more control of the internet. Uh, I, I remain optimistic. Uh, I, I, I think, the, the, like I laid out what, last week, Friday, for the first time, this sort of like four-phase view of the internet, you know, infancy, you know, adolescence, and first golden age, sort of where we're at now of like young adulthood, of this fucked up censorship and government control but it suggests a fully developed phase of a new, a new golden era that never ends once we get out of this and to blockchain freedom, which is why, again, like I said at the beginning of the show, we're so excited to be on Odyssey and pushing Odyssey. So anyway, WashingtonPost.com, the Post's view, opinion, privacy is a fiction in the internet age, a priest's case, prove it the top administrator of the US Conference of Catholic Bishops resigned last month after a newsletter used data from his cell phone to confirm his use of the dating app grinder <laughs> and track his movements to gay bars this is one of those things where i'm like well if it can be destroyed by the truth maybe it deserves to be destroyed by the truth and i'm I, i'm generally for much more transparency and accountability for everybody like I, i'm i love security cameras i want there to be security cameras i don't say everywhere because that's kind of creepy. them. Maybe not inside. Maybe inside they're subtle or not without you knowing about it. But the question isn't that there is this technology and that it could be used in creepy ways. It's that are we using it properly? And if it's blockchain, if it's open source, if it's distributed, you're going to have respect for actual concepts of privacy as opposed to now government being in charge of it, obviously. The drive.com, their section, the war zone. The Pentagon is experimenting with using artificial intelligence to see days in advance. The Pentagon aims to use cutting-edge cloud networks and artificial intelligence systems to anticipate adversaries' moves before they make them. When I want to figure out if the FBI is going to show up at my place the next day, I just do mushrooms and meditate. But yeah, sure, AI. Uh, yeah, and this is like coming to the public now. No, they've been doing this... For years. Uh, Related with NBCNews.com headline, I will not be silenced. Women targeted in hack and leak attacks speak out about spyware. Female journalists and activists say they have their private photos shared on social media by governments seeking to intimidate and silence them. I mean, I can't say this enough, but nothing digital is guaranteed to be seen. Nothing you've digitized and transmitted over the internet as we know it today without end to end air gap offline encryption. If you don't know what that is, doesn't matter. Google it, right? Then, then everything, okay? Everything you have digitized and sent over the internet is not secure. No, if you you you've, you've, you've texted nudes,
1: somebody else may have looked at them. Accept it. Don't be embarrassed by it. Fuck that's State. that's
0: the ultimate thing is don't be embarrassed. Is like is is that there's there's a culture of openness that comes with accountability and transparency, which might be why the Wall Street Journal has this headline: Portland, Oregon can't find police per unit to fight rising murder rate, Few volunteer for new gun violence team that comes with more oversight and a mission to combat racism after a history of profiling. Oh, we thought we were just gonna get to beat up on minorities and get paid to generate revenue for the state. You want us to go after the actual violent criminals that our policy has created? Nah, we'll go back to being beat cops, thanks dnyuz.com Haitians say they got death threats for refusing to tamper with Moisey evidence. Yes, that's the uh, assassinated president. Dailymail.com. One in five patients in a vegetative state are really awake and locked in unresponsive bodies. Expert, experts warn. Scary possibility. Good thing we're figuring that one out. Aljazeera.com. U.S. seizes tanker used to evade North Korea sanctions. U.S. says 2,734 ton. MT Courageous. Was seized in Cambodia after it transferred more than $1.5 million worth of oil to a North Korean ship. This is why blockades are an act of war. It is a threat of hostility for exercising your rights of free trade. Supreme Court from guns.com, federal court, i'm oh, sorry, not su- Supreme Court, Second Circuit Court of Appeals, federal court, Second Amendment doesn't apply to illegal aliens. Americans have the right to defend themselves. But if you don't have government's permission to be here, you don't. UCLA.edu from our Producers Club chat, Chris Gannon, share this. Bioweapons tested in the U.S. in the 1960s. Not a fun story. Good history. Listen, check it out. T.me slash Adam versus the man in the notes. Jim, take us home.
2: What's going on? hope you enjoyed the show, everybody. Let's quickly remind you where you can find the links to everything we just talked about, t.me, forward slash Shadden patreon.com, forward slash Shadden financially support the show, Instagram, at the Garden of Freedom, check it out, homepropbattlebuddies.com, thecrypto6.com, and gogreenenergyonline.com, all three badass websites, click them all, click all the buttons, hope you have a great day, love y'all. See you.
0: It was on this day, 245 years ago, the Continental Congress began formally signing The Declaration of Independence. We want peace and love, y'all. Choose happiness and be excellent to each other.